<laughs> what is 24? I, I've literally said before, it's like, imagine you're like, you're about to deep throat it. <laughs> man, yeah, man, that's like just Tommy Yo. Yeah, Tommy Harris. <laughs> All right, anyways, let's get started. What's up, Barry? Welcome to Talk Rise to Me. I'm Jesse. I'm Angela. Brad. What's up, guys? I'm Reza. I'm Jay. Well, um, Rez, we got three new people here today. Rez has actually been on this, but the first episode was a can because, you know, first time's always the worst. (laughs) 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 Amongst many things. And then we got Angela, and then we got Brad. All right. We're going to first start start the first topic today off a a viral video that went on a video on Twitter. I can't speak today. A video on TikTok that went viral. Go ahead, Jay. Go ahead and play it. Today, we're going to be ranking Asian girls from least toxic to most toxic. And who am I to rank them? I'm Fooligan Kevs. Next up, we have Cambodian girls. I hope none of you are watching and I hope none of you know my address. Because similar to Lao girls, I am fucking afraid. Cambodian girls, A-tier toxic. Next we have Sri Lankan girls. The first thing I know about Sri Lankans is that they don't like to be called Indian. I just don't usually hear too much about crazy Sri Lankan girls. They're quite pretty. Yeah. I don't hear much about them. I would put Sri Lankan girls on the D tier. Next one we have, and it's funny because firstly, their flag is red, meaning danger. And secondly, there's a star in the middle. Kapow! The Vietnamese girls. There is a reason why the Vietnamese war was lost. If you ever mess with a Vietnamese girl, I I I pray for you. Vietnam, first on our T tier toxic. Last but not least, we have Filipino girls. Filipinas. A Filipino would start drama with you because they feel like it and because they're feeling dramatic at the time. For that, I give T-level toxicity. Why are you nodding too much, Miss Bellum? T-level toxicity for just how dramatic and exaggerated everything is. And on top of that, your house and car will get burnt down. All right, all right, all right. Now, now yo, basically, we're going to discuss what do you guys think is the most toxic races. Angela, would you like to go first since you're the lady? I don't think I can. Give me a second. All right, all right. Who wants to go first? Um, oh. the like, toxic. We talking about toxic race overall, or just like guys and girls? Because that was just guys. I mean, we're guys. So we had to talk about girls, and Angela's yeah. a girl, so she had to talk about guys. I can talk about guys too. We'll say in general, <laughs> girls and guys. I'm gonna do girls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I only have experience with probably three Asian. But I can't slaughter an entire population, man. <laughs> you wanna go first, Brad? I'll go first. So in my experience, Filipinos are the most toxic. <laughs> only because... Um, they're so pretty, though. That's the only <laughs> ethnicity. <laughs> what'd, you, what'd you say? I said they're so pretty, though. That's they're the comment. most evil ones, yeah? <laughs> uh, that's the only one of my exes that has cheated on me before. Was a Filipino. But then... And then a lot of my friends and just, like, acquaintances, like, a lot of them cheat. A lot. And it's not even just, like, it's... You know, it's their parents cheat, then they cheat on their spouses. It's just, it just keeps going. Oh, Lord. Who would cheat on Brad, bro? <laughs> I'll beat their ass, yo. <laughs> this is like, man, it's like 10 years ago now. I still beat A their long ass. long time ago. See you on the street. Meet me. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. She got what? She got karma, so. What was her karma? Cool. She got a kid. She got a kid. 
and the and the guy is no longer in her life. So let's go. Mm-hmm. All right. So so you so your your assessment is Filipino women are the most toxic. Yeah. Okay. In my experience, Vietnamese haven't been okay as well as bad. Okay. Definitely Filipinos are up there. Sorry. Respectfully, respectfully, respectfully. This is your reality. It's all good. I'm be sorry. Somebody changed my mind. All right, Reza, do you want to uh, go? You know, my answer is gonna be boring. All the girlfriends I've had have been like angels. So I, Aww. I think, I think I was the this guy. toxic person. I'm serious. Yeah. Like, oh, you were the toxic I've only, one. I've only dated three women in my like twenties, and they've all been great. Um, however, uh, maybe I can speak to maybe from our friend's perspective, and I think that... Observation. In terms of toxicity, how I would define toxicity is uh, emotional nip- manipulation, um, just uh, cheating is probably in there too, just the inability to just communicate your feelings and just like doing shit selfishly. Um, I think I think Viet will probably have to be up there, uh, especially the ABG ones. Um <laughs> Again, this isn't my perspective. I think this is just from a bunch of friends who tell me, and they all seem. If I had like a Venn diagram of <laughs> the type of Asian women that I get talked about the most, I think Viet should probably uh, be there. Um, I can make a lot of excuses for them, but I just feel like they always feel like the grass is greener somewhere else because they're bad as fuck, right? <laughs> and nothing is ever enough. So it's always a constant game of like. The person I have now doesn't have this, so let me try to like sabotage this relationship and see if I can flirt with this other guy just to keep him at bay, right? Like if he's on the bench. Um, and I think at the end of the day, though, uh, emotional maturity will come. But I think from the perspectives that I hear from my friends who have dated Viet women and men, <laughs> uh, that's who I hear of the most. Uh, Filipinos are actually the opposite. They, I've heard they're the most wholesome. Uh, but again, 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 these are like, you know, my reality. But <clears throat> I don't have any experience of having any toxic women in my life. I want to address one thing that you said. We're talking about like uh, a lot of people, they always think the grass is green on the other side. You guys, ever, you guys know about the 80-20 rule? Yeah. yeah. You know how they the apply the 80-20 rule? <laughs> There's a saying that applies within dating. like people, sometimes when you have somebody... You may have 80% of what you want, and then you might lack the other 20, but then you go looking for that 20 in somebody else, and you forget about the 80 that person has. So you're basically, you're, you're looking for that 20 when you already have the 80. And then after you move on, you're like, dang, you realize the 80 isn't there, then you miss the old person. But like the 20 could be really, really, really... Toxic? No, no. It, it could important. be something really important, right? Because if the 80% of it is, let's say, I don't know, physical, right? But then the other twenty percent, like they don't meet your love language, X Y Z da da da. Then it's almost like, okay, at this point, what's more important that you're cute as fuck, but you don't know how to, you know, make me happy. So I don't, I don't know. Looks is not eighty percent. How about this, Jesse? I got you. Eighty percent is of a, a bunch of stuff, but they don't have the same idea as you when it comes yeah. to like kids or family. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's a big, so, that's a deal. I was, I was talking about looks as an example, right? Yeah. And, and I think, I, I know what you're saying in terms of like, look, if, if the majority of who they are fits you, then basically get over the other 20, right? Suck it up. But I'm just saying that sometimes that 20% is really important, you know? And 
we change so much in our lives that, and I hate to say this, and you guys may not agree with me, but like, we are not meant to be with one person our entire lives, okay? Now, let me just preface this by saying yeah, this should. next thing. <laughs> yeah. I got you. I got you. I got you. I've heard this. I got you. I got you. I got you. I've heard this before. So, just from a biological standpoint, like, we are not meant to be with one person. I think especially men. But I think because of security, um, you know, just societal expectations, that's what ends up happening, right? I'll tell you a story about a girl who was polyamorous, who was on Bumble, that I matched with maybe a couple years ago. And when I asked her, like, hey... Wait, wait, what does that mean? So she was in an open relationship, but he wasn't. Damn, that's messed up. Yeah. So I was like, how did that work, right? The, the, The Bumble thread was about me talking to this girl about like how it worked like i wasn't really interested in her i was just like yo this is lit yeah and she told me she was like hey listen i don't i feel like we change so much in our lifetime that if our partner doesn't grow with us we end up resenting them so she set this this standard of okay i'm gonna let you know right now that i want to go see other people but i'm gonna come home to you because i feel like you're my partner for life however however and she was a very hypersexual woman. So she felt like she needed to get um, that exciting, like, new dick. Right? Because, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I have to commend her because she was honest with him and, and he's still with her. And she told me that Simp. it worked out for her and them because she got what she needed. And then she got to come back home to him. And they're actually living the happiest lives because now they're not like, there's no infidelity that's going on. Because obviously she's like honest about it. She that's told still, him what? That's just that's that's still, I, I infidelity. <laughs> I think that still counts as infidelity. Yeah, yeah. I honestly, it's I'm, only infidelity if the other person doesn't know. It was an agreement. Okay. It was an agreement, okay. right? All right, you need to get that's his perspective. I will, I will, I will, I will he's say, actually happy. I will say this. I can see what you're saying because, like, in the animal kingdom, I'm pretty sure there's no marriages. <laughs> like <laughs> penguins. <laughs> like people don't do they stay with each other forever? Forever. Penguins do. Yep. Dang! Hey, shout out penguins. <laughs> <laughs> what, about, what, about, what about monkeys? I don't know. I don't, I don't think monkeys oh, no. do. What? I'll maybe. I'm a, I'm a fact check that. I'll, I'll bring that for the next. I'm gonna podcast. finish my point about how I don't believe in in that. I, I'm not. I'm not denying the fact that that's what most people want is to have someone, a partner that they can build a life with for the rest of their lives. But with divorce rates being up to forty and fifty percent, which we can all look up, it's a fact. The reason why that is is because of the resentment that goes on because either one partner is growing and the other isn't or because they just become completely different people and they don't know how to basically start new again, right? The person you were today is different from the person you were seven years ago. Things that were important to you today may not be the same as it was seven years ago. Is your partner able and willing to mold to this new version of you and be like okay cool this is you now i'm down and some people aren't some people are in their 40s 50s that's like i don't have the energy to deal with this shit i want you to be who you were when i've married you and that's not always the case would you guys agree or no i have a um, counter to you it's, I, I agree with you but i have an answer for you okay and i think the reason for that is i think that now in our modern day dating everybody not everybody i can't say everybody from my perspective, a lot of people, they only look for chemistry. 
And this is where my where I have a thing when I there's a difference between chemistry and compatibility. And I think people spend so much time trying to find somebody that they have, they have chemistry or they quote unquote vibe with because they're like, oh my god, you like this, I like this, or oh, you like doing this, I like this. You like mint chocolate chip ice cream, I love mint chocolate chip. Oh my god, your favorite number is this, my favorite number is this. It's like stupid stuff. Or like you like. We got Isn't a bunch. That compatibility. No, I that's think, that's yeah. chemistry. Cause okay, this this okay. So, for example, Angela, you like to compete, right? Brad like to compete. In a hypothetical world, both because both y'all like to compete. Both y'all are competitors, right? In the body of the world, y'all have chemistry because you guys have a similar interest. So you're like, oh my god, you can talk about this forever, and you build on that, and then you build an emotional attachment based off of that. But at the end of the day, if you don't have compatibility, you guys are gonna end up drifting apart, regardless. Because, like Reza said, years from now, Brad, you said that you you like kind of done with competing, right? Yeah. Right. So like, I might, yeah. Depending on how this next two shows do, I might be done. Exactly. So, like, it's a phase in your life that eventually the book, the chap, that chapter is going to close and your next chapter is going to open. Whatever it's going to be. Dang. Brad, you might be a pro, like, an expert knitter in <laughs> your next chapter <laughs> or right. something, okay? All I can right. see that. Right? <laughs> okay. So, but Strong hands. And it's a, it's but delicate. <laughs> and it, it, yeah. And then Angela, you, uh, you have a different interest. You do something else. You become an ice skater. Right, completely be different. Like, oh. You're, then you no longer have chemistry. But if you have compatibility, where you guys have the same values, where you guys believe in the same, you have the same views on life goals and everything. No matter what your chemistry is, if you lose it, you can always build it back up because compatibility is the foundation that builds chemistry. I have a, I have a question. I'm just devil advocate in a way. Do you think chemistry can drive compatibility? Because I'll give you an example. If two people are competitors. Right, we're going with the competitors thing. That means they understand the lifestyle being disciplined, sacrifice, mm -hmm. eating healthy, those things of that nature. And that could attribute to being compatible where in the future they still want to live their life where they're still healthy and things of that nature. Don't you think chemistry could drive compatibility? Or you think because I don't because I know you say like expert knitters and stuff, but in the end, you want somebody who has like different interests than you. Like you don't want someone who's like, yeah, everything I'm doing, you do the same thing. I think it's a preference. I think some people like that. Some people don't want that. So that's okay. based on the person. But going off your thing, we we're talking about the compatibility thing. Okay, let's ask these two people right here. Okay, in order to compete, you have to have the discipline and the dedication to go through a prep process. Correct. Yeah. Not everybody's built for that. Mm -hmm. No. You have to innately already have that trait within you to even go through that. That's, that's what a, I mean. That, but the thing, you already have that before you even compete. That's but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, do you think those values that you say make you compatible is what drives the that's, things that give you chemistry? But that's what I'm saying. Compatibility is that innate drive that you already have that allows you to compete. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's fair. When you have compatibility, like I said, you're talking about the competitive drive, right? Yeah. A determined person or like a, a weak person will not go there. If you're not built for, for a prep, guess what? You're not going to get through it no matter what. You're probably weak-minded. You probably give up after the first couple of weeks. When you start grueling when you realize, oh my God, this is enough food. I'm starving. You give up, right? I mean, most people, people can't even do a regular diet. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Let alone do what it takes to compete. Yeah. yeah. That's not related to competing. That's a, that's a you thing. Yeah. And so that's a, it's a compatibility. That's how you are. That's how you're built. So like how you are built is and like how somebody else is built. If you guys are built the same way, that is compatibility. And like like something like that, something like religion, like religion could be a like compatibility thing too. Some people is not, some people it is. And then it's the other stuff like your mindset, your beliefs, like is family important for you kids? 
Like that's a compatibility thing. Like if one person doesn't want kids, one person one person doesn't. That's a compatibility issue. Okay, that's, that's you know what I, I'm saying. I get what you mean. So See? like at the end of the day, you have no matter if you have compatibility with somebody, you're gonna work regardless if you have no chemistry or not. You might have chemistry at the moment, you might lose chemistry, but it doesn't matter. You're still compatible, so you can build chemistry again. Okay, but that but that's my point is that like that's an ideal scenario, Jesse. Is that like throughout your whole life that you guys are continuously compatible. Right, but then I feel like you're never just continuously compatible. You're always working if you want this person, working to be continuously. Correct. Yeah, it takes two though. It takes both of you to be like, "Hey, you are the different person than you were seven years ago." I'm cool with this. What I'm trying to say is that that's hard for some people to do. That's hard for a lot of couples to do. I uh, I <laughs> I went to a nursing home to volunteer, and sometimes I would the best people to talk to about life is these old folks um them and like little kids they just have like (laughs) different view of the world and they told me that the the marriages that last the longest are those who can understand that people are going to change and you have a choice to say i'm gonna accept you anyways and people some people aren't willing to do that and there's a reality that's the case. Like, what you're saying is an ideal scenario. Like, we want to be with someone for the rest of our lives, right? I do, too, even though what I just said is the opposite of what I'm, you know, what I'm saying now. Like, I would love to meet someone who will like this razor, or maybe in seven years, the razor that, <clears throat> I don't know, doesn't want to be in the States anymore and wants to go travel the world, right? But I think the reason why relationships fail, especially in marriages, is because... People are just not willing to accept that changes do occur. Mm-hmm. So that that's the point I'm making. I, and when I when I said, "Oh, we're not meant to be with someone for the rest of our lives," um, let me just clar- clarify by saying that, like, from a biological standpoint, but we're like we have brains, right? We have the ability to mold and change. And because of that, we look at our partner and we say, "You know what?" You're not the same person you were a couple years ago, but I have the ability to make a choice whether I want to continue loving you or not. Your it's, it's a choice every day. Your neocortex. Yes. They're, they're, you know what is <clears throat> simplifying that saying? Love is a choice. That's it. For sure. Love is a choice. For sure. But I want to get back to the original question. Jesse, what do you think of the most toxic guy? Yeah, you go first. What? You're the one. You're next in line. Well, I mean, I, we were going like this. She, she honest, wants to go She wants to go last. The person that has a variety oh. of women to talk about is Jay Chan. Hi. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Let me know your list of toxic women, one through ten. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like you've went to the Cambodians, the Loatians. Like, we can only talk about the big five of Asian countries, Chinese, Vietnamese, Filipinos, but I feel like I feel like you got an arsenal on you. Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to hear. You got a whole football team. I have no arsenal. You have a whole Pokedex. I do not have a Pokedex. I've been, mine has been concentrated in certain regions. <laughs> okay, what regions? Certain regions. Like, I'll give you an example. I've never been with like a full Korean. Okay, that's Only probably half Koreans. You're not braving them to dive fully into the water. No, no, no. Are you trying to say half don't count? I've had two halves, so I've had one hold. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I've been with two halves, so I've had had one hold. And that one whole Korean person was not toxic. 
They were very angry though, weren't they? Did they have a short temper? No. I don't, see. Do you have a short temper? Yo. It might be a Korean thing. You think so? It's not a mic. No, you, so? you guys are just your your patience level is like this so thin. <laughs> you know, it's like walking on thin ice. Oh shit. I, I feel attacked right now, but not really. So All right, from what I've seen, okay, because none of the women in my life have been toxic. I feel like, I mean, yeah, I feel like no no girl has been, no woman to me has been toxic. It's always. You know, it's just a, yeah. <laughs> I mean, who who wants to be toxic to that baby face, man? Look Thanks, at man. It, Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Behind this baby face is a is a toxic. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, from what I've seen, people who are the most toxic, and if you want to say toxic, what do you? It's not just cheating, right? What do you yeah, mean? Like being like a playboy, t- playing girl. Toxic. It's like gaslighting, being, being gaslighting, you know? and things of that nature. Maybe causing drama, causing a scene. Yeah. I think that like toxic can be relative to the person. To the person, right? right. One thing that you may see toxic may not be toxic to somebody else. Okay, okay. The most outwardly toxic that I've seen, that I've seen, it just Filipinos and VS. Don't shoot me. Don't shoot me. Behind closed doors, toxic is Chinese people and Korean people. (laughs) And I say that as a Chinese guy. And I know behind closed doors, we are toxic. But it's not outward. We keep it behind closed doors. I feel it because... Chinese and Korean people are more like we have an image to uphold. We have like this image we're trying to trying to uphold, right? So we know toxicity seems like bad. So we kind of do like in the cut, like we're in the corner. We're like, yo, we're doing some shisty stuff right now, but don't let anyone know about versus Filipino and Viet people are more outward. Outward. Uh, Maybe not status simply, but they do stuff to garner more attention. Like the ABG look, I don't know, the ukulele, the <laughs> stuff like that, you know, they're more outward about it. And because of that, we see their toxic traits more. So it's, it's just depending on the. That's how I see it. That's it. You know what? I'm just gonna say you, I agree with you on everything you said. I would say the uh, Filipinos and Viets. But general. do you think you say that because in our area, that's kind of yes. what is around the most? Yes, I agree with you. It's also like an echo chamber. Like anecdotally, from what I see around me, like, yeah, there's more Viets and yeah. Filipinos here. Yeah, and then probably next is like Koreans, and then honestly, y'all are the only Chinese people I know. Yeah, it, and you're right because, and from my experience as a Chinese person, and being, and I've been around some Chinese guys and girls and stuff. I've never been been around China, uh, toxic Chinese girls, but I know as the guys, we are toxic in a certain way. Chinese guys are toxic in a certain way. Okay, I can see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, they're very. Do you explain? <laughs> so Chinese people, I think I've seen this, and it's so true. We're not so driven on people hearing us in a way you know like we they're more focused on like their their i want to say like their actions will speak for them or what they have will speak for them not what they say does that make sense okay like i have a very very uh recent example okay so recently um somebody in my family passed away and we had a funeral mm-hmm. okay in my culture um traditionally at a funeral everybody was black you go to the funeral you say you're whatever call it a day it's over in Chinese culture, well, in our specific Chinese culture, because there's many Chinese cultures, freaking 1.6 billion of us, for, for God's sake. Um, in my specific culture, okay, first thing, when we get there, all the direct descendants, okay, on the da- on the guy side, we have to wear a certain robe, a yellow robe which for guys. We're, which means we're single. Yes, 
all the guys, like, so the sons, their sons wear yellow. Mm -hmm. So how do me and my brother wear yellow? So that signifies we are sons on the sun side. Mm -hmm. The girls on the sun side wear a different color. And if you're the daughter, you wear a completely different color. So every person is labeled. So it's all a show. It's a literal a, a, sh a show for everybody to see. Like, oh, those are the sons. Those are the daughters. Those are they are uh, they don't carry the family name anymore. So they don't. They're not as important as those guys. Yeah. It yeah. is so. It is toxic in the sense that Jesus like. Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so literally, that's a that's an example of one toxic trait that we are literally labeled. So every family has their issues, correct? Right. So in my family, there's a lot of competition amongst the brothers. Okay. It's always a competition, and within one specific family, they're more competitive than the other. And then uh, within Chinese culture, and I feel like in a lot of uh, Asian cultures, the size of your family dictates the size of your power within your family because you have more heirs. You, you're, uh, the bigger your, your family, the bigger your power. People care about that because Chinese people care about their name. That's why in China, they had the one-child policy, and everyone wanted guys because they wanted someone to carry on their name because they want... To Chinese people, you can say they toxically care about their name, their family image. I think that's very Asian. Though, yeah. Where they want just your name carried, and that can only happen if you have a son. Exactly. But it, Chinese people took it to the extreme yeah. by saying only one kid for some time, and they were like, all right, F the, Asian, F the girls, and no other country did that. Going back to it, what I'm trying to say is that the whole thing is a show, right? And on top of that, like, with they're... they're my, my my uncles and my dad are very out are very competitive. Some are not very because some of them don't care, but like some of them they, they do care. And then like I said, the size of your family dictates how big and how powerful your family is. One of my particular uncles has a very large family. Mm -hmm. And he likes to just basically like like waggle that that like I got they pay like a basic a dick measuring contest for him saying that look I got the bigger dick than you because my I have like 40 people in my family yeah. and he just waves oh, it in damn. front of all his brothers you know what I'm saying it's like it's like that type of outwardly toxic thing like but see and see that's why for me kids are so important because it is like I am programmed to believe that I need kids I would say this it's programmed for you but for me it wasn't always like that exactly it's but different. even for me I don't even want as many kids as you want I only want two. You were yeah, like, I'll be cool with four. I only want no, to no, okay, four. Okay, okay, okay. Let me elaborate. Let me elaborate. Okay, I said, okay, at minimum, I want two, a boy and a girl. Which right, is fair. that's good. I but I want a third one because I want one of them to have a brother or one to have a sister. And like, I have friends who don't have a brother. I'm like, damn, you're missing out. I love my brother, and I, it's a great experience. And I'm sure, and like, you have a sister, and you love your sister, right? Could you imagine life without your sister? No. Exactly, and so that's why, like, it's it's like. It's for your children. Like, you know, I'm going to give you a brother. I'm going to give you a sister. It's, it's an unselfish thing. If I had it my way, it would be two. But I want the third. I want one to have a brother or one sister. Or, like, if I have two boys, I'm cool with that. Wait, so if you have two boys, you're done. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> well, I have a question. And if the third, but, but I want a girl. So if the girl comes, I'm like, dude, I, that's great. That's great. I, I want a girl. I have a question for you and then for Angela. All right. Would you want them as close as possible? Like close in date as possible. I don't think that matters. You mean like month I don't think or that like? Matters. Would you be okay as a woman? Would you be okay? Because we were talking about this yesterday. To be pumping them out as fast as possible, or do you need a breather? Like one year, one year, like, one year, like, one year. Oh, okay. I mean, well, think about that question. Could you even handle also pumping them out one year after another? No, no. Mentally, emotionally. Some women are built for that. <laughs> no, no, no. This, this, let me, let me, I'm gonna lay out both scenarios for you, right? You space it out. Right? Like me and my brother, we're three years apart, which means you have to go through the newborn phase twice. 
right? Where, oh, we're crying all day. Or, you know, Jesse and I didn't cry. Supposedly people in our family don't cry. We're babies. But anyway, so you have to deal with all that stuff, being up at 5 a.m., blah, 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 right? And then you have to do it again three years later, okay? Oh, man. Or you Irish twins that joint like this. So they're really close, like 10 years apart. So you literally have a two-year sprint where you're just, you're exhausted. But after that, you don't have to deal with it ever again. I hear you. Me personally, with my sister having four kids, okay, I do not think I could just pump them out. Okay, mentally. What's the date? What's the, what's the gap between them? Her kids. Yeah, four years. Um, there's an eight, six, four, and then two. Two. Oh, that's perfect. Okay, that's that's good. That's, that's good. Perfect. That's good. Okay, okay. Yeah. Two years. But I would say they should at least be two years apart, and I say that because I'm three years younger and then four years younger. Sorry, than my sisters. Growing up, I felt like shit. I want to fit in. I want to do things they're doing, but I couldn't because I was little. You know, you know what he has a good input on this is Brad because his his little brother and little sister are like ten years younger than him. Twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, between me and the youngest, it's like yeah, like twenty years, twenty one years or something. And me and my next oldest brother is uh, nine. And I wish we were all closer in age. Cause you're because I don't. I feel like the third parent. Yeah. To all of them. And I've always felt like that. Mm. So, yeah, I wish we were like like how you and Jesse are. I wish I had a had siblings as close as that. But do you think that because you are seen as like the third parent, you grew up fast? Because I would say like from what I know about you and your personality traits, you have very mature traits very fast. When I, feel I like first I had to be you. more responsible. Yeah, yeah. you like you you know exactly how to carry yourself. I, I remember we were talking about this the other day. Yeah, I don't get. But we were talking about getting angry. So yeah, it does, after a couple of days or whatever, I just let it pass through. Or or you don't outwardly like express it impulsively because you just. I like to I like to sit on it. Yeah, you sit on it, like, and that's and a then very. I, I get over stuff fast. Yeah, like I'll be mad in the moment, but then like, um, yeah, I'll just I'll just you know it's in the past. It's whatever. Yeah, and that's and, a, I'm, and I'm over it. And that's a very mature trait versus myself. You know, we grew. I grew up as the youngest. Not even just amongst the kids in my family, but always in my friend groups and everything. Because I was also the youngest in my class because my parents put me in school early. And because of that, I still grew up with like the childish kind of mentalities a little bit sometimes. And you know how you mentioned like I don't, I don't get over it. I, I'm just trying to get over that now where I don't impulsively get angry so fast yeah. and out really explode on it and i think it's because as the youngest when you do that before your your older brothers whatever or your parents would lecture you about it so you don't learn how to do it yourself you just kind of get babied through it versus be i'm just giving you a silver lining in it but because you're like the third parent you're like i learned how to do that very yeah. quickly i mean i'm not only the oldest in my family uh like kid wise i'm the oldest in the entire like out of my cousins like i'm the oldest one damn about how what's what's the second oldest cousin um <laughs> he might be he might be like a year or two older than my brother. Oh dang! Damn. So I'm damn. by like seven years. I'm oldest. There, there's nobody. Damn, did for you seven ever, years? So I was spoiled as shit. Did you ever sit on the on the at the kids' table or no? It was just you at the kids' table. Then once everyone was born, you're like I'm at the adult table now. Yeah, I don't even remember. <laughs> Do you ever have cousins or anybody since you're so much old? Ask you to buy alcohol for them or anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they, they never did. But since I was the oldest out of my friend group, I was the one in college just buying alcohol for everybody. Well, out of my friend group, I'm the youngest. Oh, <laughs> like in high school, because I, oh. I started a little bit early. Okay, so you got a good balance. I guess no. you got a good, good balance. I don't, think, good, I don't think it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> your friends and your family, like you know, I, I, I think I would rather have. I have a 
16 year old brother i'm 30 so 14 years apart yeah it's not until now that i get to like really talk about stuff that i get to be the brother i wish i had right? yeah so um which is cool but and i don't want to derail the conversation but, but yeah. i i feel you uh having a age gap like that yeah um i had to wait a little while he pissed me off though for sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. all right back to the topic your turn angela Toxic race. Who do you think is the most toxic race? From my personal experience, of course, I can't say. Um, <laughs> what? Oh, I really, she's a toxic really can't. <laughs> Lame answer. I really can't. Um, but acquaintances, friends, like just people you know. Your observation. From my observations, though, and this is only within Asians, right? Yeah. It could be actually no. You can yeah, Asians, but Asian also includes like Indians too. Um. Well, shit, I don't know. But if I was doing it based off observation, I think I would agree that yet people might be. <laughs> Yo. He's <laughs> only yeah, It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, from yeah, what yeah. I've seen from growing up and from things that I've heard, it's um, actions can be a lot more accepted and okay that it's unfaithful towards like, the relationship or there's abuse that's domestic violence. Things like that that I've heard. I'm sorry. sorry. We can scratch that. No, 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 no. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Because no, 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 like when you said that, I thought about. I was like, dude, the only um person that did that that I know is, is actually Viet. Yes. Uh, now yeah. that I think about it, I'm like, oh wait. Yeah. Viet, the the country, not our friend. I'm him. Viet is so good. He's so. Yeah, Viet, our friend. We love you. I just need to clarify that, okay? The but country, yes. the country, <laughs> the country, <laughs> not, not our friends. <laughs> no, but that, I think that's that's what I would say, and I think that's also because culturally, just like how you grow up around here, um, I feel like that's what's most commonly not accepted, but the behaviors that are okay, and it's usually, yeah, okay, so, yeah. Thanks okay. All right. Well, let's move to the next. Oh, yes, I'm saying. Yeah, I was gonna say. Do you think this? Well, we can leave it afterwards. Do you think that's because how they they saw their parents? Because, like my mom and dad, I never saw in a good way and a bad way. I never saw affection between them, and they never did anything bad to each other. It was, you know, they never were physically harming each other. None of that. But I also never saw any physical affection. So do you think once they see that, they're like, Yo, I can do that when I'm older. You know Most what I mean? of the time, I do think it's environment. Yeah. And I think the environment will impact how someone acts. So, yeah. So, if their parents were beating each other, they might do that you stuff. You think it's okay. Yeah. It's, it's either, either you think it's okay or you think, you know what? I never want to be yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I want to be someone different. You use that to drive you to become the person that you want to be. But most times, I think that you don't, people don't have the ability to see that as an opportunity to grow. Mm. And they'll see that as, Ooh, I can act this way because it was enabled in my environment, mm. and that's yeah. So I mean, that's I, never, what I, I never thought about that because a lot of people use it as an excuse versus like a reason to be better. I like that. That's a good yeah. one. All right, this time you're going first. Okay, I think you went last. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what is a toxic trait that you love? Damn, sorry. You can curse. Why not? Curse. You're good. You can curse. A toxic trait that I love. <laughs> <laughs> can obsession be one? Yes. Like no boundaries. I guess like I can't you like be your guys obsessed with you. Like love bombing you? Not love bombing, but like no boundaries, as in like I don't. 
I, I, I want to know that you want to know what I'm up to. I, I want to know that you give a shit versus like I'm too cool and like calm and I don't care. Like I need that attention of knowing that hey, I'm thinking of you or like you want somebody anxious. Yeah, anxious yeah. You want them to be like, where were you last yeah. night? Yeah. Yeah. Why'd you get home so late? No, 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 no. It's a very thin line. So what, what you're referring to is attachment styles, because yeah. like basically, like there's there's two types of people. There's people. Yeah, so you want some, yeah, exactly. I studied psychology. Yeah, so you basically want somebody anxious compared to somebody who's avoidant. Yeah. So you're yes. but you're anxious, it sounds like, right? Me? Yeah. Yeah. And I you am. want someone else that's anxious. You know, you know, you, since you study psychology, you should know that an anxious person should be with the avoidant person and a, you know, an anxious person shouldn't be with an anxious person. No, no ab- so, so I'm dating right now. Mm-hmm. Um and he is definitely someone who is very um gives me my space but i think growing up in past relationships that i had been in people wouldn't give me my space so i think this has been like a new learning thing for me and to realize like hey this is great that someone doesn't blow my shit up but for me sometimes i need that reassurance of like every now and then yeah yeah okay so so you basically saying that it's right then. An anxious person should be an avoided per- with an avoidant person. I think so. Well, you're not. You don't want to add fuel to the fire. <laughs> the shit just blow up, and I think that's when toxic things happen. Uh huh. Okay. Because yeah. you would probably get annoyed if they were like blowing your shit up all the time. You just um, want it sometimes. Yeah. 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 yeah like I don't want to feel like I'm in some other universe and you're in another universe. Like I want to yeah. feel like we're on the same planet, and that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I guess I'll go next since I was second. We'll, we'll go in reverse order at the time. Okay. Okay. My toxic trait is I like, um, I hate it, but I love it. But I hate it when women are like arrogant and like overly confident, like to the point where like, do you know what I mean by that? Like, cause arrogance can, can be, can be linked to narcissism and narcissism is seen as toxic. But I like sometimes like when a woman is like arrogant or really, really confident, like they really think really highly of them. Like I'm, I'm not gonna lie, that shit kind of low key, kind of hot. But at the same time, it's like kind of like, and like, <laughs> I like it, but I love, I, I hate it, but I love it. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense to you guys? Yeah. That's how I feel about men too. And Jesse likes, uh, Jesse likes arrogant women. <laughs> no, Jesse not, like them boss bitches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it's what like, he like. Yeah, yeah, it's like that's it's what like, he like. It's that energy. Like sometimes, like women, like like they just like and they they know they're the shit, and I was like. Uh, that's that's kind of hot, like yeah. That's, yeah. Just like com- that's just confidence. Yeah, confidence, arrogance, whatever, narcissism, or to whatever degree you want to call it. But basically, that energy, mm-hmm. like I love that, but I hate it. Can I ask you some? Do you think you kind of love it because you're like, yeah, that's a challenge. I'm trying to conquer that challenge. <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's just more. I just, I just rather somebody who's because because confidence. Oh, sorry, arrogance and cockiness can be confused with confidence mm-hmm. for women and men. Mm-hmm. So sometimes in that energy, I may see it as, because I like a confident woman. Mm-hmm. You know but what I'm I saying? think you can easily identify when it's arrogance or when it's confidence. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think that sometimes you can't be get confused, but sometimes it can be seen as like initially as the same thing. Then you realize, oh, wait, you ain't with that confident. You just cocky. You just That's really true. like cocky. You know what I'm saying? Like so like arrogance I'm, is fake. Confidence. Yeah. Same. Yes. That's exactly yes. what it is. Yes. Yep. At face value, initial approach, when I see someone, I'm like, oh, that's kind of hot. Then, like, if it is end up being confidence, but it ends up being, like, arrogance, I'm like, ah, nah, I'm good. So that's my toxic trick I like. Okay. 
I'm real curious what all y'all <laughs> I thought about this long and hard. I thought about it really hard. I'm like, what is something that I am attracted to is the games. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. A little a little bit of the games, but we love the games. We love the games. But it's like the the games as well as when a girl is like kind of like you. It's like a little like questions you about like a little it gives you like a little bit of that like a little sass. Not sassy. Mysterious? It's more like they're jealous of you. Does that make sense? Like they're questioning if you're like doing something with another girl. Oh, okay. What what is what would you call that as? Was that jealousy? <laughs> jealousy? I think it's just jealousy. Jealousy? Like a little bit of jealousy. Okay, not a lot of jealousy. <laughs> I, it's not like, oh, you can't breathe in a girl's direction. <laughs> but, but like, oh, are you basically talking about like a little bit? Like, it's kind of like possessiveness. Yes, yes. I like it when girls are like a little bit possessive. Like you're my man. Like why are you breathing over that girl? You should be looking over here. Yeah. Damn. I, I, I find that as like kind of hot. I don't know why. It's like, oh, you want me like that? Oh, I, I, I like that a little bit. So you need that reassurance. A little bit. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. that what you need reassurance? Honestly, honestly yeah, I've, I've thought about it. Yeah, it's a little bit like that because i don't know it's because i'm a libra or whatever i'm a, I'm a naturally <laughs> flirtatious guy i guess or i just like to talk to people i like to talk to everyone so i guess it can be seen as being flirtatious with people he's also very flirtatious he flirts with me all the time <laughs> Yo, that, key, that was mine uh, yeah, it's, it's a little you like it's a little but bit I'll possessive. explain my, mine later it's just like, you. I don't know. I just kind of like a little bit of that possessiveness. You want to piggyback from oh, since okay. you're since you already said it. So I feel like this only um, this only can work in like the talking stage. Like once you guys are established, it's not as it's not as big a deal. But like mm -hmm. if you're in the talking stage, and say you're going like on a trip, and she's like, "Don't talk to any girls." That's low key hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's Loki. You're um, right. You're right. You're right. I'm like, you're right. I'm Stevie Wonder out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're right. Man. You're right. Oh, oh my God. damn. Girl gonna be taking notes like, fuck, okay. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's, it's, I doubt it. I don't know why. It, it, it's kind of That'd a be, Like I said, all these all these traits, it's like on a scale. It's like a little too much. Yeah, 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 you're yeah, like, yeah. it's not hot anymore. It just. But it, it's it, also, it also can only work if. Like if you're into the person, the mm -hmm. other person. If you're, if it's like you're just talking and you kind of like don't really know them, and they say that shit, it'd be like I would back up. Yeah, but you kind of have to. Oh, you got backups. No, 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 no. I'm saying <laughs> you got you back up. He said, no, you I'm saying you like I would back up. Oh, I'm gonna say like not go to a backup. Okay. I don't have any backups. Okay, so upgrading his bench players. <laughs> But if it, if it happens too soon, then it's it'd mm -hmm. be a turn off. That's okay. be like in a in the right moment. Okay, all right, Reza. But you, Reza. Damn, are these? I don't even know. Can you guys give me some examples of toxic traits? All right, you know, well, I'll give you some simple ones. Yeah. Um, you know the uh five love languages. Sure. Quality time, right? You know right. they say that the, uh the, that your toxic trait is the opposite of your love language. So if you're quality time, you withhold time from the people that that are like. If you're dating somebody and you're loving his quality time, you basically withhold time from them, right? If you are physical touch, right? If you're loving his physical touch and then like you got a girlfriend or something like that and like you're being toxic, you withhold physical touch from them. Damn, that's a dickhead move. If your love language is uh, gift giving, your toxic trait is you probably um, overindulge and in shopping surprise. You you spend too much money. You you shop a lot, stuff like that. Uh, what else? Uh, you're asking me what toxic traits that. I might find attractive in a girl, right? Yeah. yeah. To a, to a, those are just some examples. I just want to preface this. We're not saying 
you have to like it at no, the level ten you. toxicity. Like maybe it's just a little, look a little. The, what is it called? The dose makes the yeah, yeah. something okay. poison. Jealousy is another one. Gaslighting. I like competitive women. Oh, you like the competitive, right? Yeah. Okay. So like uh, board games, sports, um, anything like that. And when they like talk shit to me, right? Oh, you okay. like it. You like oh, the talking shit. Yeah. Oh, like, the oh word. Shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And the then, energy yeah, the energy just changed, right? <laughs> but then, like, we can flip it after the game, and it, you go back to being, like, my shorty, you know? <laughs> so um, I was, like, thinking about it when you guys were talking, and I was like, damn, I tell you, man, like, I don't have a lot of, like, if you, the toxic trait that I had in the girlfriends that I've had uh, I, I didn't like any of them. So I'm like, <laughs> so I did not like any of the toxic traits that some of the girls that I had had at the time. Um, but I guess um, you guys know overly competitive people, right? Like men or women. I'm competitive. Right, like, no, 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 no. Overly competitive. Like you lose friends over stuff. Yeah. Oh, I don't think that's okay. Oh. I, 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 I don't like that? losing. I hate losing. Okay, that's different. I hate losing. I, I'm talking like I don't want to be your friend anymore. Type over. No, 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 no. That's childish. There's to people me. like that, right? Like shout out like FXA folks. So <laughs> <laughs> those people to me are toxic people, right? And if I'm like, okay, if in a girl, you know how you say there's a scale. Yeah. Like if you're overly competitive to the point where like you're not gonna hit me up after I beat you. Come on, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think the short answer to you is that I, I like I like when my girls are. Um, has some competitive fire in them. Okay. Yeah, and like they talk shit to me, and they're not afraid to do that. Cause some girls are very like timid, right? Um, but those that are like uh, that have the the balls to. Well, I'll take that back. I don't want you. I don't want you to have balls. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. I want them to buck at me. I want them to be to be open and and and, and competitive. I like that's what I like. Okay. So what about like, you know, sometimes girls can be competitive in the fact with their, their partner in like, uh, have you guys ever heard that some women, actually, that women don't like guys that are more attracted than them? Have you ever heard that, Angela? I have heard that. Where like, there's a reason why like really, really, really hot girls end up with like, like you see them on IG, be like, "Whoa, Isn't what?" Is that usually money? Yeah, like they, like, like they'll look at. Damn, like, man, maybe he got game, man. Honestly, like, have yeah, you ever been the girl said that? The girl or on like, the podcast said that. Okay, no, no, no but like sometimes. <laughs> okay, but sometimes like there's like you just see on IG, like you see this like very attractive woman, and you see their man posted like, "Whoa, what?" Like how did he pull that? Bro, yeah. in LA? also half the age. Okay, I'm kidding. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you an example. There's one girl I I see on social media. She's a friend of a friend. She's a very beautiful woman. And then she posted her mans on Twitter. And I'm like, damn, this girl settled. Like, what's her, what's her handle? I know who you're talking about. I know you I know, know who you're talking about. What's her handle? She is a beautiful woman. She is Um, But then, like, she, I see, I, she finally posted a picture of her mans. I'm like, that's it? Not so, even so, on IG. Well, hold on, hold on. on I, boy, you, boy I, wasn't even mid. Right, look, 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 look. He wasn't. He, again, look, like, she is, like I said, she's a very attractive woman, very she, nice figure, very beautiful she's a face, 10. everything. I don't okay. know her personality. Per, like, I don't know her, okay? But the dude, like, probably, like, below mid, like, not very like tall. He's not tall. He's not a tall guy. He's not fit. He's not. I'm. Hey, shit. I'm gonna say straight up. He's not that good looking. Hey, maybe he packing though. Yeah, but I'm gonna say. But for him to be packing and show that he's packing, he has to get to the point where he actually shows that he's packing. Yeah, I got you. Uh. Okay, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> We're making a lot of assumptions here, obviously, right? 
So in LA, you will see that everywhere. Like a whole bunch of beautiful women. Like I'm looking at the couple dynamic and I'm like, he pulled that joint? It happens all the time over there, especially like the OC area. <laughs> Bro. When so I-, I would always think like, oh, like maybe he he's really, really nice to her. Maybe he has a really good personality. That's where like my head goes, right? It doesn't really go to like money and stuff like that yet. I'm sure it has a factor. We don't know. We're just assuming here, right? Yeah. But I think we can only ask Angela. Have you ever dated someone that you knew wasn't as attractive like as you were maybe at the time? And did you do it because this guy just had a girl? Oh, actually, you know what? Let me ask you. Can I ask you a question? Am I allowed to? No, because she only pulls dimes. How dare you? We speak facts here, okay? You, you. You don't have to name names. In the past, two-part question. Have you ever dated someone that you didn't think you'd be attracted to in the beginning? Yeah, yeah I have. Okay. Yes. So when that happened, what was the attraction at that point? So uh, um, I guess one of my exes, I never was into him. Didn't think he was attractive. Um, we were best friends. And as we were best friends, God, this be a whole other conversation. God, best friends, huh? God, best friends. <laughs> I was the best. We became great friends, okay. I should say. Yeah. And then the attraction was um, you see me, I see you. And it was falling in love with who they were as a person versus okay. how they physically What she just said is my belief on how like very beautiful women end up with like, okay. Exactly. Regular guys. Yeah, like yeah. literally, I think it's because that like, in the dating scene, like women that are very, very beautiful, guys are intimidated to talk to them. They're like, I can't pull that. They, they, they kill. They like self defeat themselves. Be like, I can't pull that. I'm not even gonna try. Mm-hmm. So like, off rip, they don't even try. And so these women, like people think that they, oh, they probably pull all these guys, but they don't really. Yeah. You know. And so I think that women who are very attractive, or I guess like some women in general, you know, they have like a guy best friend who basically d- talks to him like a normal person and instead of somebody they're just trying to get at. And so they make yeah. it, it's like, oh, this person, like she said, sees me. Yeah. So they, you guys have like a normal organic conversation and you basically emotionally fall in love with the woman, with, with the guy. Emotionally fall in love with the guy. <laughs> because like I said, I think that women at the end of the day are less attracted by by looks than men are. Mm-hmm. So basically like if a woman can see a guy, like they can see past the physical appearance and say, like, dang, this guy's a really good dude and he treats me very, very well. And then you end up falling in love with that person. I assume that that's the case for every dynamic when I see that there's a prettier girl than their partner. Unless they got a fucking enormous meat. I'm <laughs> telling you. The, the <laughs> but, but, but we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. So, Just kidding. But, but the one thing that I do want to add though is that I think you can be friends with opposite sexes without falling in love. So I do want to preface it with that friend or that guy I did date did love me the whole time and did want to be with me more than just sure. friends. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so there was that boundary that was still respected because I didn't see him like okay. that. Um, he was just waiting for his turn. And so I would also say, though, that's what sucks about friendships like that because sometimes you don't know. Like, are you genuine for the friendship or do you want more? And I think that's like... But how do you, fe- how do you feel about that? The oh. fact that he was waiting... Like okay, I don't, okay, okay, okay. I don't know this guy, obviously, but I don't think he was just waiting, like, in the lurks. Yeah. You no. know, I'm pretty sure that, like, Boy had feelings a roster. probably just grew. <laughs> no, I'm going to say it like this. I said this to Jesse and Brad yesterday. I said, girls and guys see the opposite sex differently. Differently, yeah. Right? Yeah. A guy will meet a girl and be like, right, I want this girl as a friend, a girl as someone I just want to get with, and a girl I want to date within the first 30 minutes, hour of meeting her. 
right? They, they'll, they, they know about that, whether it's physically or whatever it might be. They'll know immediately the moment they meet her. Women do too. This is how it is. For guys, they have those three zones and you do not move out of those zones. Ah. You do not move out of those zones or it is very hard. Like it's like climbing Mount Everest. Okay. For girls, y'all is like a Venn diagram. Those three, it's like a Venn diagram. It's like friend zone. And then there's like the relationship zone. And then there's just like the situationship zone, I guess. But usually I feel like if you most 99%, that's not even true. Most times if you are friend zoned by a female, you'll probably stay there. But it's, Uh. but it's still fluid. Most it's of my relationships have been I've been cap. first. I See think maybe in your yeah. In my experience, um, so it's a, but it's, it's, right. but it's more fluid. That's what I mean. It's more like you even said like you one of your exes you weren't attracted. You were just for friends first, and it was more fluid. You know, you like friends, and then he does things that qualifies him to be a boyfriend. You know, so he can shift over there. A guy will look at a girl like, no, I want to. I like this girl a lot. Like she might think we're friends, but I don't. I don't want to be just friends with her. I will be my be friends with her until she gives me the opportunity. The ultimatum Boom. is always there. Boom. Yeah. They're just yeah. waiting for the bucket to be yeah. revealed to them. They can just shoot. But until then, they're just like dribbling on the bench like this. They're just like, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm out here. I'm ready. All right. Let's go to uh, you guys' topic suggestions. Who wants to go first? Ladies first. Okay. Oh, ladies first. Um. Paying on the first date. Okay. The, do gender roles really matter for that? <laughs> you always you always start because you started last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. start. You can go. All right. This happened actually recently for me. That's why I get to speak on this. <laughs> <laughs> you on a date recently? Yeah, but it was it was Aww. it was uh yeah. What a date recently? I love that for you. <laughs> oh wait, she's gonna know it's about her. I mean, every I think all the dates have been on recently have been Asian girls. But you know, but anyway, beside the fact, I think it depends. Like, if I am interested in somebody, I'll pay for the date every time. All, every time. Even if it was, like, a bad date, I'll pay for it every time. I don't, I don't care. I'm like, whatever, you know, as a gentleman. But if I'm on a date with somebody and they're like, I'm like, I don't really see this going anywhere. And I don't want to, I don't see myself dating you or anything of that nature. Or if they also set off some, like, icks, then I'm like, all right, I'll split the check with you. That's, that's just for me. But I've only split the check one time, so... <laughs> But then how do you feel when you might feel you might be leaning towards one way and the woman doesn't even bother to try to get the check? That's oh. happened a lot. I don't yeah, that mo- happens a lot. Most time, uh, I think the majority of time with me, I don't think a girl has maybe t- I don't like maybe like two times a girl has even offered. It's a very low percentage. Dang. Only two times. Most I don't, like don't even <laughs> flinch. Yeah. Out of the hundreds of dates I've been on, Maybe two times a girl has offered it. So then you just don't even expect that. I don't. I don't expect like it's ingrained in me. Like, and it's also my mom and dad when we were growing up. When we went to family dinners and stuff like that, they would fight to get the check. So in my mind, I'm like, getting the check is something I need to do. That's that's my job. That's my duty as a as a dude. I need to go get the check. I'm paying for the check. Like I'll do stuff like I'm gonna use the bathroom. I'll pay for the check. Or one time I would I called the restaurant and was like, hey, um, I'm going on. I'm coming at this time for a reservation. Here's my card. Just pay it. So then you do believe that a man should pay yeah. first most of the time yeah. if he's interested. Yeah. I agree 100%. Yeah. I love that. Good for you. It's going to be a fun one. Great question. <laughs> Thank you. Because the check game is deep for me. And I'll explain. 
the short <laughs> answer is that yes, I should always take it whether I like you or not. I ask you to come out with me. You're spending your time. You take your time to come out. I will pay for it. And the way I do it is I always give the waiter my card in the beginning. So there's no like, oh, no, 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 no. Here's how it, where it gets deep for me. <clears throat> if the girl is into me, I'm sorry, I'll take that back. If she is not into me, she will insist to Venmo me half or just be like, um, oh, how much was the check? You know, I'll, I'll you know, uh, split it with you, da, da, da. Because I think that if a girl is into me, she will let me pay for the dinner and then I will almost always get dessert because I have a crazy sweet tooth, right? And the girls that I've been successful with on dates have always offered to pay for the dessert part. The reason why the chat game is really deep for me is because it allows me to know whether or not this date was good for you. Because in my experience, is that those that um, I never saw again are always those that insisted on paying the check, either through Venmo or like, you know, whatever. Just They just want to have, because I think what happens is that girls don't like to feel like they owe anybody anything, especially men, right? So there's this like, you know, oh man, he paid for me, like... I might feel like I got to owe him something and I don't want to do that. So let me just offer to pay if I have to check. So it allows me to know whether the second date is uh, going to be there or not. Because, again, this is just my reality. And that's that's the reason why I give the waiter my card in the beginning of the, the dinner. Um, it's for that purpose. Because, one, I don't want the check to come out and we're playing this like, oh, should you pay? Okay, here's my card. No, 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 I got it. I don't want to play that game. I got it. And if you really didn't enjoy this date, okay, Venmo me. If you do enjoy it, let's go keep hanging out and let me see what you do when we go get ice cream or crepes or whatever it may be. <laughs> you and your crepes. <laughs> Have you ever went on a date with a guy that you wanted to pay half of because you didn't enjoy the date? Um... All the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't... In the past times when I have gone on dates, and if I wasn't enjoying the date, I wouldn't stay for the whole time. That's a waste of our time. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hold up. Oh, wait, 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 No, I'm sorry. And so, I'm at, so to answer that, yeah, I would pay for what I would yeah, do, okay. and then get out. Yeah. So you wait, would ask for the, a split check? Would it be like this? Yeah, this isn't it check <laughs> or would you like stay the whole time and just be like i'm gonna go home no i would let them know like hey like thank you like i'm gonna go home Damn. it was a good time hey you know like what? nice to meet you as yeah. a person but respectfully both of our times like okay i'm good that's fair yeah most girls won't do that by the way most girls won't do that that is yeah. that's very that's mature yeah Wait, question. So it's like if you want a date, like you want a dinner date, right? And then you like order your food and whatnot. So the food ain't even come out, you and you just not feeling. You just leave. You like, I'm out. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Well, how do you? How do you? What do you say? Oh, like what, exactly what you said. Like I'm not feeling. It, I'm out. It's, it's hey, you know what? Like think like literally, it's thanking them for their time, and then letting them know like, but you know what? Like I can already see. I don't. I don't really want to be here. Like I'm good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe a little bit more delicately because right now I'm like, oh, I'm not in the situation. But yeah, and I think um, most times definitely they're they're not expecting that. Um, however, I've never had anybody do that. However, it's just like <laughs> yeah, me. But you know, it's like my time is precious too, and like if I know I don't like you, yeah, we're never gonna get somewhere. 
and mm -hmm. I just met you today for the first time. So, do you think you're judging him too quickly though? Um, so for me, it's I feel like it has to be like something extreme for you, Angela, for you to do that. Yeah, I mean, it's just like it's yeah, it's kind of, but it's more so like, oh, he catfished you. Either that or like all they want to do is like talk about themselves, or I hate, I hated going on dates and feeling like I'm at an interview. Mm. When, oh. As soon as that would happen, they're asking me these kinds of questions. I'm like, no, let's do this organically. Let's figure mm. things out. I don't need you asking me like one on one questions on Google. What should I ask someone to get to know them? Don't do that. What's, what's the question like that? What's your favorite color? What? Like, like, what's your yeah, favorite color? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, that. Like things like that or like, how would you respond to things if like, I don't know, like someone did this, like what would be your response to it? Or like what makes you that upset? Like or like what makes you angry? People, interview questions. People ask questions like that? Yeah. So like you would rather somebody ask you an actually a more person, not personal, but like more like question catered to you than a oh. question is like, like, like for example, is like. I guess I hate small talk. It's or an like, art though, Jesse. Like conversation is an art, right? And I think what she means by organically is that can you listen to me and then ask me questions based on what I just told you as opposed to like it being completely unrelated question and answer, question and answer, like a Q&A. Uh, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just curious. Like what type of questions you guys ask? Oh, okay. That's all. That's all. Okay. Are you guys taking notes? Is that why? <laughs> no, I, like, I just took notes on that, yeah. Loki, I've never had issue with that. Like, I feel like what every day I've ever been on has been very organic. Yeah. yeah. So, Jesse's good at it. You're a good conversationalist. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a conversation with Jesse where I felt like it was like he didn't listen to me. So, I'm sure it's probably better with women who look good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's like he's just on it. <laughs> I would All love right. to go on a date with Jesse, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to go on a date with me. That's <laughs> uh, so my go. Okay. All right, so wait, 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 wait. Oh, oh, I'm so check, sorry. Check, check. Yeah, the guy should pay, either whether you like them or not, or like whether um you like her or not. It's going well or not, okay. or you see something going like further. I feel like you should always pay. Why? So Part of the game, right? Shout it to the game. So I think uh, as a girl, from like a girl's perspective, they're already taking a risk, kind of going out on the date with you. Like you could be crazy. Like they don't. I mean, you maybe talk to them for like couple days or a week before you schedule this date they're risking you know going out with someone who could potentially like physically hurt them or whatever so i feel like you kind of owe them that just to pay for mm. pay for dang whatever. you took it there bro dang. Dang. i don't oh. agree with that but i feel you because you come on this date because i want to get to know you too so i know that you're also not a serial killer which is fair but i see what you're saying um i think that I don't have to have a reason to why I want to pay, right? Maybe it's just how I was raised or brought up. But, I mean, I would hope that if a girl at, if a girl agrees to go on a date with you, wherever it may be, whether it's dinner or whatever, that they have done their vetting, right? Like, don't yeah. you guys... Stalk your Facebook. Yeah, you I guys mean, do sorry, your stalk research, your Instagram. Right? Undercover detectives. Yeah, yes. I, I feel girls like are the most... greatest detectives. <laughs> but have yeah. you seen on like Hinge profiles? They're like, let's not talk. Let's just go out to dinner. Yeah, but those are something. already red flags that you I know. think most sensical women will be like, that's a weirdo thing to say. No, no, no. It's from women. It's yeah, on women, women's profiles. A lot of women do that. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. say, how do you ask me? How do they just, just ask, ask me, me out? Just ask. Name me. the time and place. <laughs> oh, yeah. But to that. me, that is kind of a red flag. Like, how are you so confident that like I'm not crazy? 
And, and you're saying, so they had that on their profile. They'll be like, let's not even talk on here. Let's just, uh, if you like me, then ask me out to dinner. And then, but but dinner. you're saying you, you were willing to pay because you're not a serial killer. Like you owe them the let time me, that they came out. Let me answer that. All right. So I agree with Brad, okay? I think that as a guy, regardless, okay, I've been in situations where basically like we didn't really talk too much and we went straight to the date, all right? And I've been in situations where, okay, I've been on a lot of catfish dates, okay? Oh, I've been on so oh. many dates. I'm like, what the freak so am sorry, I doing Jesse. here? Like, <laughs> I'm like, you look nothing like your picture. Or like, your oh, pictures from like 10 no. years ago. All right, that's happened so many times. Or like, it's just not it. Or like, um, or there's been incidents where I know that I'm, they're only out here for food. You, you don't do the, the FaceTime thing? No, I don't. I, maybe I should. Girls Fish. that say, let's just go get dinner or out. Just for food. Yeah. That's a red flag to yeah. me. So like, so like I said, I've been catfished a lot and I've been like in those situations where I've been on dates with girls who only go for food. But I've never ever like, that's a red flag to me. But girl says, let's just go for food. I'm, I'm, that's an ex. Yeah. Well, don't even so, talk to them. So like the ones that are like, how do you ask, oh, the best way to ask me, I was no, like, reservations no, like, so like, and stuff no, like, like that, right? There are some girls who don't like basically outwardly say that, but they're only going out for you just to get food. Yeah. Or, yeah. Just, or whatever. And that's happened multiple times. Yeah. Like, but like regards to the situation, even if I feel that vibe, I will still like, you know what? I'm just gonna be in the moment right now. I'm just gonna enjoy this drink, make a friend, whatever, or enjoy this food or whatever it is, and just enjoy my time. I'm still gonna pick up the check, and I will never ever make a woman ever pay on the first date, whether it's a bad day or a good day, because that's how just how I was raised. You know, I'm just thinking that's just that's just how I am. I, I don't split the check, and even if we do continue on a date, I will still continue to pick up the check. And uh, like the only time I will ever let a woman pick up the check is if say like we was like deep in. Something. If it was your birthday, man, let her pay. You know. No, nah, I, I won't even let a girl pay for my birthday. Oh, really? No. I feel like that's a good exception. No. I don't like girls. I don't like girls paying from for me. Even for dessert, I wouldn't let a girl pay. Yeah, I, do I, you, I agree. Do you guys think this that has birthday? to do with feeling like really? a man? No, I just no. think no. It's, it's something. It's not even like being a. It, I don't think it's even tied to my uh, my gender. It's just tied to my my values as a person because that's what my parents taught me. Yeah. That's like, what it comes down I, to. I see that. Yeah. I see that. Like, literally, when I mentioned earlier, they would fight to pick up the check. They literally would fight each other to pick up the check. Like, <coughs> move out the way, give me your credit card, no, take this one. Like, it extends even past, like, um, like just, like, the woman, too. Like, like paying for the woman is just a small portion of it. Like, if I was dating somebody, like, and then, like, I went to dinner with their family, like, their mom and their dad or sister came out, I would go and pay for all of them. That's just how I was raised. Like, okay. And I asked them to, hey, um, let's go to dinner tonight. Bring your bring your sister, bring your brother, bring your mom and your dad. All right. I'm asking you. So it's my my responsibility to show my value as just a person where I go, I sneak up, hey, I'll be right back. I'm gonna use the bathroom. I'm gonna go to the here, pay for the check. I've done that before, like. So what if the girl asks you out? Man, that never happens. <laughs> Bro, that doesn't happen. You guys are talking to the wrong woman. That's, that's literally like, uh, like one in a hundred times. That is, it's a very rare occurrence. It's a one in a hundred time thing. Yeah. I'm say that has happened in the past. Because he get like, yeah, he like that. No. <laughs> Jay, has a, Jay has a Pokedex. <laughs> okay. It, you know what? I am trying to catch them all. <laughs> anyway, but like that has happened in the past and I still ended up paying. Yeah. One time, someone asked me, like, hey, let's go off to dinner for your birthday. I was like, okay. I went out to dinner. I still picked up the check. I just felt like it was what I should do. They didn't insist? But I didn't, I didn't expect it. Like I mentioned, I only have split the check one time, but I think that's honestly like a very 
special situation because I, I want to, we have mutual friends and I want to be friendly with them, but I don't want to give the wrong vibe. Like I want to see something with you. Like you're just a friend to me. So I'm okay with splitting this check with you. But yeah, I, I feel if you interested, the guy's going to pay. Yeah. If, 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 I, if, the, if mm. the guy is interested, he will pay. Yeah. If he asks you to, if he asks you to split, that means there's two reasons why a guy would ask you to split a, I think the more traditional you are, the more likely you won't split it. And then B, if you are like, if you just don't like the person, you're probably asked to split it. But the, if you ask to split it, you're probably not a very traditional person. All right, I want to, I never asked to split it, but if they insist to split it, I will allow. But I will never. I will always expect to pay in full unless they are insisting. Like, no, let me pay half. Let me pay half. Let me pay half. I'm like, all right, cool. Mm. I've never the Venmo thing though. That has never happened to me. Bro, if she insists on paying, man. She don't. She don't like you. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. But I always insist on paying. I'm dating the wrong girls, <laughs> the ones that maybe I, that's an LA thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say how many how many girls have insisted that uh, for actually, me is only one the or one, two. The ones in LA um, aren't the ones that uh, it only happened like once, you know. But I, I'm very like, oh man, this happened and it made me feel this way. I don't want to feel this way ever again. <laughs> so um, it's always like, you know, life is what you believe, right? So if I believe that girls who insist on paying at the date that they don't like me. That's what I'm going to believe, and that's what I'm going to think. Now, are there exceptions to the rule? Of course, but not in Razor's world, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, um, but, yeah. I will say, though, that, like, um, I will let a woman pay at some point. But it's, like, initially, I will never. I don't think I would ever let a woman pay. How, many, like, how many dates is that? I don't think you quantify <clears throat> in, like, amount of dates. I think it's more like a comfort, comfortability level. Like, if you're just talking to a person after maybe, like, talking for a month or two and like things are you guys are kind of like whatever and she's like in the past like she's like please just let me pay i'm like all right go ahead i'm not gonna fight you if you really want to pay i'll let her pick it up the time but i will never split i will never ever split but if she insists on paying she's like let me let me get it this time I'm like, all right go ahead let me ask you do you think it depends what if once you're past the talking stage and you're doing like just a preface. I think people are past the talking stage when they're doing stuff like, oh, let's go get groceries together. No. Like, they're doing stuff like that. No, I'm not saying paying for groceries, but once you're doing, like, regular schmegular stuff, established. you're basically established. I don't think so. I don't think you're established until you freaking vocally say you're established. All right, but, like, doing those regular yes. schmegular... All right, you're right? Like, yes. I, I think that, look, if you... No reading Listen, if you are texting and talking, you are in the talking phase in some, until somebody specifically says, hey... Let's be exclusive. Oh. Hey, do you want to be my significant other? Okay, okay. Unless those two phrases are spoken, you are still in the talking phase. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just, let me finish. Okay, <laughs> if you're in the talking phase or whatever, but there are like different levels of the talking phase, right? So I'm saying once you're doing like regular schmegular things, like, oh, they're going to get groceries with you and stuff like that. Not saying they're paying for your groceries, but you're, you guys are just doing non-date activities, but spending that time together. Are you still paying right? for those things? I'm saying after that, after that, I feel like once you do that, after that, you're in a deeper talking phase. And then they will, which, and a girl offers to pay, you're more likely to allow it. Versus if you're just going out on dates, going to the movie theaters, Wait, something because like those yeah. are date activities. Jesse, are you saying that, like, if you guys are, if, if you are not the one to be like, hey, be my girlfriend, and you're deep in the talking stage where you're going grocery shopping at Costco. Are you saying that you're gonna pay for the groceries? Because I don't know, I've never been in that situation. Well, I'm, I'm asking you, like, would I, you? Okay, we're deep in the talking. How deep are we talking? How many months? Like you said, we you you didn't ask her to be your girlfriend, right? Like just based off of like what you just said. So 
By okay, okay, first, first off, first let me say something, all right? <clears throat> a girl will not be grocery shopping me with me, period, if she ain't my girlfriend. Yeah, but some people don't, they do not <laughs> have that <laughs> conversation of saying, oh, yeah, well, are, we, are we dating or something like that? They will just be like, oh, yeah, let me go with No, you. I feel like most women will bring it up. Like They'll, like, they'll broach the subject. They'll, they'll, they're, like, inkling at it. You can ask the woman here. Like, most of the time, when a woman wants, like, when, when they feel it, they will broach the subject and be like, so, like, where do you see this going? Yeah. And that's basically her way of saying, are we going to be exclusive or not? Or are you going to be my boyfriend or not? Yes or no? I agree. Yeah, so, sure. like, you never, there's never no, like, oh, like, whatever. No, you were in the talking phase or you in, that's why I ever say, I don't know. If the woman just has not broached the subject, then the, bro, then the, the woman is not ready to see you as her boyfriend yet. All right. So, if I see you at Costco with a shorty, that's your girl? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you ain't right. going to see me at no grocery, like, if I'm at Costco no, with dude. grocery shopping and, and we, like, holding hands and stuff like that, bro, that's probably my girl. Okay, okay. And that's I can fair. say it ain't happy because I can say, hey, look, man, some guys don't give a fuck, man. Some guys, yeah, let's go to Costco. You're not my girl, but let's go. You can expand that. I think most guys will milk it until the girl asks. What do you mean milk it? So the girl, a guy will not ask or basically just milk it as the talking phase as long as possible. And then the girl will basically broach the subject. And then you'll be like, and then some guys would be like, I don't know. I'm still thinking about yeah, it. I don't know. And if I'm not ready or whatnot. And then the girl will keep pressing him on it. Yeah. Some guys would be straight up. Yeah, I'm down. I feel like I feel like that always depends, though. I feel like that depends on when you're starting to talk to someone. It's was that established? Are we looking for something? Are we just doing this for a good time? I feel like most people don't even care. Don't even have that conversation anymore. They just go with the wind. Oh, I've, yeah. Yeah, I think from what I've seen, most time is the girl that ends up asking. Mm-hmm. I don't see a lot of guys ask. Like the, like the what are we? Yeah, I don't yeah. see a lot of guys ask or say or ask someone to be their girl like that. That actually leads into one of our conversations we had, one of our yeah. topics, all right? All right. I want to know at what point in the, I guess, the talking phase do you start asking the what are we? Can I want to kick it off with what I just said? When you guys are doing yes. regular schmegular things, <laughs> when you're doing stuff that are not date related, that's when you're kind of past the talking stage or if you're seeing each other's family oh that's big like come on like i'm i'm not gonna introduce someone to mom and dad unless i'm like hey i really like this girl i want to i want to see something like going somewhere that's when you should probably broach the subject question don't you already establish you've already asked her by then say are you what are we or do you want to be my girl before you introduce them to your parents wait wasn't the question when is it when is it okay to ask when should you start questioning that? What are we? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, but I'm saying some people they'll do that before they introduce into the parents. Some people don't. Like I said, some people they don't outwardly say like, "Hey, what are we?" They just do stuff through. I mean, actually, the the situation shift in Texas. I met her like uh, her mom and her dad like aren't here, but I met her sister and like brother in law and like their their uh, her niece like the second day okay that's a little that's a little fast all right our sister and brother are different i feel like (laughs) her mom doesn't doesn't live here okay yeah i don't even think she's in the same country yeah like if if i'm on a if i'm dating some girl like talking to somebody they're probably gonna meet jesse within like the first or second time no i'm so protective over my nieces and nephews i would never just let someone i'm casually dating just in and out constantly that's not the way I want to be. I think, I think that speaks volumes to like the person. Yeah. What do you think? It was uh, definitely fast. After she meets 
my mom. You sh- you bring in her to uh But she won't meet my mom until like within four or five months. Like there's there's a established like we're exclusive. Uh let me bring you over to the crib. See how you see how you uh see how you get along with my with my mom. And my mom is very like you know, I take what she says with a grain of salt, right? Um, even though I'm very you know, you guys know we Mama's all know about boy. Our family. Mm-hmm. But she will either say one of two things. She will say, hey, next week I'm having this dinner. You should bring her. Right? Or she just won't say anything. That's huge. Um, and the three girlfriends I've ever had, has that's a, that has been the situation. Um, so for me, the talking stage from talking to being like my partner uh, is after that. So the mom got to approve. It's not that she has to approve. Right, it's not like she's like, yeah, you can date her. That's not really what I'm looking for. Mm. It's more like when you come inside my home, are you taking your shoes off? Are you are you talking to my mom? Are you taking initiative to say hello to her? So my mom isn't the the gatekeep here. It's like this person is very important to me, and if you want to be in my life, I need to see how you mesh. And there's been girls, only one that we haven't meshed, uh, but the rest have been good. Uh, but that's that's how it is for me. I think that this is the answer to this question is not like a one size fit all. It's very fluid and depends on the person. Sure. Right? Like, okay, for my for me, you wouldn't even meet my friends until like <laughs> Jesse the gatekeeper, bro. Yeah, like, <laughs> like low key, like if I was talking to a girl, you don't even meet my friends until I think you're ready to meet my friends. Yeah, but when is that for you? It depends on the person. It truly depends on the person. Like if I see a future with you, then like if I see, oh, you straight, I can, it's like the first step for me is integrate you into the friend group. After integrating you in the friend group, it's like integrating to the family. So you got to get through the friends uh, first before you get to the family. Uh, for me, it's, it, the, my friends are going to like whoever I bring. So they, they, they're, they're always going to be cool. So the reason why I say that is, I don't think I would introduce a girl into my friend group, like, unless we were first not even not boyfriend and girlfriend necessarily, but a like exclusive because then like okay this is the potential to become like like that at that point because a good things are ruined by people, all right and then I don't want to basically introduce somebody into the friend group and then like two weeks later like, what happened to her? Mm. It's like I just want to completely deal with that awkwardness in general. You, like I'd rather you, you just don't even know about her if it didn't work out. I, I, and like I, I, but I, I, like if I'm serious about the girl, like, I, I'm gonna bring it to my friend group. They're ready to meet her. Like, I'm serious about this girl. That is just basically to avoid the whole awkward situation afterwards. Like, bro, weren't you talking to this girl or something like that? Like, a w- like some time ago? Just okay. to avoid that. Okay, that's fair. I bring someone into my friend group when I actually am curious to get their opinion of what this person... Like, do you think this person's actually, like, as great as they seem to be? Or do you see things that I'm not noticing that might be like red flags. So girls <sighs> gotta give the approval from the friends. So Would you actually even listen to your friends though? It depends how much I like the person. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's always the case. That's all I was saying. Because I, I, I've seen girls where they will be with somebody and their entire friend group does not like them and they do not care. Like multiple fr- girls. And I see that it actually goes with guys too. I know guys do, do the same thing where their entire friend group does not like the girl. And they will still stay with them regardless. I'm like, dude, what the heck? And that goes back to what Jesse said, like the 80-20 rule. They're focused on the 20% they do like <laughs> instead of the 80% they don't like. That's true. Yeah. I think every answer is going to be different, right? Yeah. And, and it's okay. Like, no one has a right or wrong answer. But I think that 
you have to understand the values that you have in your life. So, for example, like I know for you two, family is really big, right? If, let's say, you like this girl a lot, Jesse, but... Why are you pointing me out? I'm kidding. I'm no kidding. matter. I'm Everybody. kidding. I assume me. that all of us here love our families. But if a guy or a girl comes in that you bring in and it's just not meshing, would that not be a deal breaker for you? Would it not would it not be a deal breaker if like your mom's like, Jesse, I know you like this girl, but I don't think she's for you. I have a counter to that. <clears throat> I think that another thing that about this um question is that your age and your maturity level plays into this. I think when you're younger, you like let a lot of things slide and you don't like use like whatever, right? Because you're young, you don't care. Time is not of the essence to you. Mm-hmm. As you get older, you know, I think that time is so much more important to you. And so you get to and you get to a maturity level where you basically have a better understanding of your parents as well and your family members and your friends. So you kind of innately already understand what your parents are gonna be looking for, what they like and what you like. You know what I'm saying? When you're younger, you're not self-aware. When you're older, you are more self-aware. So, like, if you're da- like dating in your 30s versus dating in your 20s is completely different, sure, sure, right? Sure, sure. When you're dating in your 30s, it's like you are, like I said, more self-conscious and you are more aware of things that you were not even aware of when you were in your 20s. So even before you would even bring up somebody to your parents, you probably already know how subconsciously how your parents are going to feel about this person before you introduce them together. Okay, so let's uh, play devil's advocate. So you think you know that your parents are going to like this person and then they don't. That's just just the outlier. I will say... What, I will, what will happen? I will say, okay. I know what Jesse's going to say. Go ahead. <laughs> <sighs> I'll say it like this. My mom has never been wrong about any person in my life, in my past before. But then again, I've never exposed my mom to every single uh, like yeah, person I've talked to. But the woman that I did expose to her, she was 100% correct on them. And I kind of knew her answer by the time that I kind of knew the answer before she even told me. <clears throat> yeah. So I'll leave it at that. You subconsciously already know what your parents are going to think about, though. Because think about it, You live with your parents your basically like your yeah. entire life. So you kind of know them. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like I know if my mom would like this person or not. Yeah. I got you. I will say this. Like, and it's not even just my mom's opinion on women in our lives. My mom will see women in my friends' lives and be like, nah. Or like, yeah, that's going to work out. Or, no, nah, I don't think that will work out. And they're right. She's right literally 100% of the time. Like, she just knows. Your parents are like, they're like the ultimate, like, test. And she will never say something to my mom. My mom will never say something directly to Jesse. But in the past, Jesse has been with some people. My mom's like, I don't think it's going to work out, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Right? But she won't tell it to Jesse because... She doesn't want to feel like that overbearing mom, but she's always right. Mm-hmm. Always right. 100%. Always right. I don't know how, but she just knows. She's like this, that motherly instinct. Yeah. It's like no other. Any final thoughts, Angela? No. Final thoughts, Brad? No, that was good. All right. It was really good. Anyways, we'll catch you guys next time. Peace. 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 Bye. Bye.